Welcome to the Good Medicine for the Soul podcast. This is the number one podcast designed for millennial women who want to grow in their knowledge of God so we can all walk in the fullness of authentic power. I'm your host, Amashallah Victoria Wallaby. If you're ready to go on this journey with me, then let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Good Medicine for the Soul podcast. It's currently, what time is it now? 2.14pm in the afternoon here in Christchurch, New Zealand. It's a beautiful sunny day and I'm just so grateful to be here today, to be alive today. How about you? How are you feeling today? Now, on today's episode, I want to be continuing from the last episode where we talked about the mystery of the woman part one. And the last episode, we established that God made man and created woman out of him as a help meet, as an equal to help him in the dominion mandate on earth, right? That was what she was she was brought here for because God saw that it was not good for man to be alone. Now, this woman comes on board and it tells us very clearly in the last verse of chapter two, it says, and they were both naked, him and his wife, and they were not ashamed. There was no shame. They were basking in the glory of God. Then enter scene number three. Chapter three, he tells us now that the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, ye had God said, you shall not eat of the tree of the garden. Look at how slimy the serpent was. Of course, we know that this was not the serpent speaking to Eve. Now, this is when I was praying about this, and this was the revelation that I got that I want to share with you today. So remember I said in the last episode that God did not create Adam inside the Garden of Eden. He tells us clearly that he was brought into Eden. Now, Eden is the Garden of God. And if you did your homework yesterday, by going to read on Ezekiel chapter 28, you would have seen that there was an there was somebody already in that garden of Eden when the Lord brought Adam into that place. And when I was in a place of prayer, pondering over this, meditating over this, I could see that everything God did, God did with intentionality. Now, he brought Adam into the garden of Eden and he gives him this instruction to dress it and keep it because Adam was so pure. Eve was so pure. They were basking in the presence of the Lord. They 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 were without sin they were so pure that they carried the very essence of god in them and therefore nothing could touch them they were covered under the glory of the almighty god nothing could touch them but the devil satan the fallen angel satan was already in that garden and guess what happened when the lord brings adam into the garden he's surprised like wait what is going on here who is this creature who is this being Because he wasn't there when the Lord made Adam. Now, God brings this foreign being into Eden and gives him a command and says, look, everything here is fair game for you. You can eat of it. But of this one tree in the middle of the garden. And that was the moment Satan set to work. He started to look for loopholes on how he could make this entity that carried so much presence remember the reason why the devil was cast out of heaven was he wanted to be like god he wanted the very thing that god gave us human and guess where god just made the serpent so the satan of an entity so mad 
God did not even, if please go read Ezekiel 28, okay? God did not even create man from all of the beautiful stones that he made Satan or the angels out of. No, no. God made us from the least material ever, the dust of the earth. He made us from the dust of the earth and then clothed us with so much glory that he made the devil so mad and he got to work. This is why the devil is not playing with you, guys. The devil is not playing with you. He's constantly looking for an opportunity to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is why as Christians, as, as followers of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, we must never let our guards down. We must always be watchful. That's why Jesus told us, watch and pray. Watch and pray. Anyway, back to the story. Now, Adam is going about his business. Eve comes on the scene. They're now going about their business. They're not ashamed. They're living their best life. Like, I hate people throw around the word, living your best life, but not on this earth. On this earth, you cannot live your best life. These guys were the ones who were literally living their best life. And this devil was at work. He was monitoring them. He was watching them. He was watching their every move, listening to their conversations. And they did not know. They did not know that was what was happening. It is so hard to fight an enemy that you do not know exists. So in all fairness to Adam and Eve, they were caught unawares because they did not know that this serpent was, this devil was constantly watching their every move. And then he found a loophole. How do I know he found a loophole? If we go to Genesis 3 verse 1, it tells us that the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field that the Lord has made. And the serpent went onto the woman. This was not just the serpent going onto the woman. Now, because the serpent already had within it traits of deception of deceit, the devil was able to manipulate it to say, loan me your body. Why? Because on this earth that the Lord made, he made everything on the earth to function in a way that we are compatible with our environment that we live. There's a reason why we cannot go into space and live in space normally for the rest of our lives. Whenever, if you look at the people who go to space, they are equipped. They have a space suit. They carry oxygen with them. They, are, they carry things with them that will sustain them for the time that they are there. And they cannot be there forever. So we live on earth because we are made with materials that are compatible to the earth that we live in, right? So now this, this uh, uh, Satan, spirit, fallen angel, that is now a demonic spirit because he's been cast out of his original state, has now approached the, the, the serpent to say, loan me your body. I need your body. And the serpent allows the devil to take hold, to possess its body so that it can function on the earth. And that was the serpent that went to Eve. Now watch this. The serpent says unto the woman, you. Has God said you should not eat of any tree of the garden? If we read our Bibles carefully in Genesis 2, God did not say that. God actually said to Adam, look, everything here is yours for the taking. But this one, this one tree of the knowledge of good and evil, God was explicit. He told him what it was. Do not eat from it. And this is where we know that Eve was not given the proper information. By the time the communication went from God to Adam and then Adam to Eve, there was something that was broken in that line of communication, in that chain of communication. Because then the woman replies the serpent and says, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, 
but of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said you shall not eat from it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, this is how we knew that Eve did not get any download. At that time, Eve was not operating in sin. Eve was pure as day. There was no reason for Eve to lie. Eve only repeated what Adam told her. Adam did not tell her the information exactly the way God did. God told Adam, look, this tree, he called it by name. It is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Do not touch it. Okay. Now, Adam is talking to Eve. I don't know if he's so crazy in love that he forgets part of the message. But this is what he tells Eve. Girl, you see that tree in the middle? Don't touch it. He doesn't tell her. He doesn't call it by name the way the Lord called it by name. He just says, girl, do you see that tree in the middle? Don't touch it. He left a loophole. And as soon as Satan saw that loophole, he raced to the serpent, borrows a body, and comes and starts speaking to Eve. Now, case in point, whenever we are given instructions and you, as a, especially as a leader, if you are in a leadership position and you are to reiterate that instruction back to somebody else, please give it exactly the way you were told. Do not say it the way you think it should have been told. There's a reason why you were given that instruction the way you were given that instruction. Anyway, Adam now tells Eve, you see that tree in the middle? Don't touch it. Now, this is how we know that Eve honestly did not know what she was doing. She replies to the serpent and says, of the, fruit of, the, of, the, of the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, God has said you should not eat it. If you eat it, you die. And this is where Satan goes for the kill. He says to the woman, ah, oh, stop it. You won't die. God knows that the day you eat it, your eyes will be open and you'll be like God's knowing good and evil. Now listen, they were already like God. They were already like God. And the moment the serpent told her that, Eve became curious. It was new information to her. Eve did not know beforehand that that tree was called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If Adam had told the sister girl exactly the way he got the download, there would be nothing there for the devil to tempt her with because she knew she would have known. But this tells us she did not know what was contained in that tree until the devil told her what it was. And this was a loophole of ignorance that devil exploited here. Case in point now, ignorance will not get you off the hook. The Bible tells us that whatever we need to pay to get understanding, to get knowledge, get it. Though it costs you everything you have, get it, get wisdom, get not understanding, get knowledge. Now, Eve here was ignorant. Maybe she could have asked Adam, why did God say we shouldn't eat it? Then he would have been forced to tell her more. But she was like, okay, peace. And then they go about their business, right? Now the devil looks at that loophole of ignorance and he exploits it. He says to her, you know what? I have some new information for you. But sorry, that information was not new. You and I know that God already gave Adam the low down. There was just a miscommunication when he was passing on that information to Eve. And the devil exploited that to steal an entire dominion mandate that was given to us. And he says to her, you know what? God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be open, knowing good and evil. That statement was not entirely a lie. So this is where we have to be careful because you sometimes we are looking out for the blatant lie for you to know it's Satan. 
Satan does not operate like that, like blatantly lie to you. He comes in deception. He will mix truth with evil and serve it to you on the place. And then you thinking, oh, because it has a bit of good in it, it must be all good. No, 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 no. That's not how the enemy operates because the Bible tells us that we cannot be ignorant of the enemy's devices lest he gains advantage over us. Now I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. So now Eve hears this new information. Her eyes light up like, whoa, this can be good for food and I'm going to be wise because obviously she's not aware that she's already wise. She's not aware that she's already good. She's not aware that she's already like God, right? Because of that one piece of information that was left out. Now she goes, she takes off the fruit and she eats the fruit. And then she gives Adam. Now this is what baffles my mind. Adam clearly knew what the Lord had said, right? So in this situation, Eve was in transgression. She transgressed based on ignorance. Adam rebelled. Adam was in rebellion because he knew clearly what the Lord had said. What he should have done then was to as was to operate in his position as a leader and drag Eve to God and say, God, here's this woman. This is what she has done, right? But he eats with her. He eats with her. Because if you notice, nothing happened until Adam ate. Because Adam was the one who got the direct instruction. Now, this is a warning to us leaders or who God, people who God has, has entrusted in leadership positions. We, ha- we are responsible for whatever happens, even at the bottom of the food chain. We are responsible. There's a reason why you earn all of the amount of money that you earn. You get the accolades you get that the frontline staff do not get, right? Because you are responsible. You are the one who is supposed to direct where the rest of the team goes, okay? This is where Adam failed. Adam failed to assume his position of leadership. But I was meditating on this one day. The Lord said, don't worry. You were a bait in all of this plan. I knew... You think I don't know the characteristics of that devil, that Satan? I knew he was going to do this. And that was why I already had my game plan set up. And he said, that's why the woman was designed the way she was designed. Because I saw the possibility of this happening. And when it happened, God shows up on the scene. Because now their eyes are open, right? And they are, now they realize, oops, I'm naked. And they go and they sew fig leaves together. And they make themselves aprons, right? Now the Lord shows up on the scene. Now the voice of the Lord walks in the cool of the day in the garden. And Adam and Eve hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. Imagine now you carrying the presence of the Lord. You were literally in the presence. Now you are hiding from the presence of the Lord because of shame. This is what the devil did not tell her. That with you eating, with that knowledge of good and evil that you get, will also come shame. That is the part that they don't tell you when they offer you these things, when they offer you this, this, this demonic options. They don't tell you the other side effects that come with it. When this devil was talking to Eve, he did not tell her that with you, with your choices will also come shame. Now they are ashamed and they are hiding from the presence of the very one who gave them power, the very one who created them in his own likeness and image. And the Bible tells us, obviously, that God calls on to Adam. There's a reason why he did not talk to Eve. He calls on to Adam, the leader. Where are you? And then he replies, I heard your voice. I was afraid and I hid because I'm, I was naked. And the next question blows my mind. And God says, who told you you were naked? Because I didn't give you that information. Where did you get that information from? So today I want to ask you, who told you you are not good enough? Who told you 
you are ugly who told you you are not smart enough who told you you are here by mistake who told you you are not qualified who told you that because of the color of your skin you're not good enough who told you that who told you have you eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that the lord commanded us not to eat have you listened to the external voices voices instead of listening to your spirit within have you listened to the external voices that lie to you instead of listening to your spirit within the spirit part of you that is connected to god where the truth and the, and the essence of you lies thank you so much for listening and we're going to be continuing this on the next episode and until then keep on shining God bless you. Okay, family, let's face it. We've all felt pain. We've suffered the losses. You know what it's like to want something so bad, but not see a part to its accomplishment. The question, however, is, do you know how to pick yourself up and move on despite what has happened? This is what I share with you inside of my new book, Good Medicine for the Crushed Spirit, a practical guide to helping you find purpose when adversity strikes. Inside this book, you will find personal stories, relatable biblical tales, and anecdotes that prove you are never alone in your despair. I will inspire you to turn pain, discomfort, disappointment, or setbacks into something positive that works for you. So if you're ready to change your life in meaningful and purposeful ways, get your copy of this book today and let the transformation begin. That concludes today's episode. And if you want to hear more from me, follow me on my Instagram page, which is at V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. It's V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. You can also follow me on Facebook as well at V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. We also have another podcast called the Academy Podcast that gives you tools and resources to turn vague dreams into blissful realities. You'll find the link to that in our show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to slide in my DMs and say hello. God bless you.